The following has been brought to you by SJP World Media. Welcome to Away From The Pages, a book world podcast brought to you by SJP World Media, hosted by myself, Sharon Correa. And joining me on today's episode is the author who recently released Rocking Your Heart, available via Kindle Unlimited, the wonderful Adina D. Gray. Hello, and how are you? Hey, good morning. I'm good. What about you? I'm good, thank you. Um, so let's get straight to it, shall we? So the first question is who or what inspired you to write? <laughs> oh, Lord, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, I've always loved to, um, to read. Books are my world, like literally. Right. I'm 24-7 into books. When I'm not writing, I'm reading, often doing researches for my work in progress. So, yeah, that's oh my life, all around my books and, of course, my, my family. Uh, I so reading inspired I, you to write, basically. Yes, yes, absolutely. It's great to, to dive in new worlds. And creating your own, it's even better. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And... Why did you choose to write in the particular genre you write yourself? Was it, was it again, was that inspired by your own reading or was that what came to you, I suppose? <laughs> I can blame Hallmark. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, no, for real, I can blame. Um, I used to, to read thrillers and horrors. And then uh, I started reading romance back in, I don't know, 2009. Okay. And it's like discovering a a whole new world. And yeah, Yeah. since then I never stopped. Like I'm now I'm romance and everything Roman related. That's all my jam. (laughs) So do you go back to reading any like horror or thrillers or are you effectively completely away from that now? No, I read absolutely everything. Right. <laughs> I think memoir are not really, I'm not into them so much, but I still enjoy sometimes read something else. But yeah, I read absolutely all kind of genre. Right. Okay. That's good. Um, and who for you, and again, I feel this is going to be a massively loaded question because of the broad <laughs> spectrum of what you read, but who for you is your instant one-click author? Mm, for a major author, I would say Gillian Dodd. 
or MHAs. Okay. As for the indie ones, definitely H.L. Parker and um, C.M. Marie. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> that's, uh, that's really good. So what is your writing process then? I mean, do you ever get stuck at a particular word count? Do you listen to music? Do you have a particular routine or is it just as and when and how it flows? <laughs> I do have a routine. I write whenever my characters start yelling at me. Right. But um, <laughs> I try to have uh, when uh, when I'm writing, I try to have some uh, some music in background. But during the editing, or also when I I polish the manuscript then <laughs> it shouldn't be any noise. Yeah. I'm just focused on my screen and I don't want to hear anything. <laughs> yeah, no, that may, I can understand that completely. I, going back a few years ago, my husband wanted me to listen to this one podcast and I said, okay, I'll pull it on whilst I'm writing. That was such a huge mistake because I ended up inadvertently typing the words what they're saying as I'm writing <laughs> and you're just typing away and I didn't twig until I went and read back and I thought I've literally just written a manuscript for this podcast like that's not a good idea but I feel with music it's different isn't it because it, it is more background mm -hmm. you're not listening as such it's just a bit of noise I try to have a playlist just for the manuscript I'm writing like, if mm. I write like romance, I have a playlist just for that kind of music. And then, um, I don't know, a rock star, just rock music. And yeah. it's, it's easy to write because you focus on the beat or even on some words, on the rhythm of the music, and then you see the, the words flowing. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Do you add playlists into your books or is that not something you do? No. <laughs> they are secret I, just for me. <laughs> no, that's fine. I ask more out of interest because I'm I'm someone who does add a playlist to my book, but that's mm -hmm. because of that's that's a very personal thing, I suppose, because of my passion for music as much as my passion for writing. And it just it's one of those things that I enjoy seeing what people are listening to or what made them think of this book. Half of it, to be fair, I don't even know what it is because a lot of people add modern music and I haven't got a clue what any of that mm -hmm. is. But I still think it's fascinating to see what what inspired the words then, I suppose. But I know that is a me thing. So. <laughs> it really is. A, <laughs> but no, it is. It's, uh, it's great to see how... Uh, to I don't know how the author uh, see everything when while listen to music, uh, but usually I don't share my playlist just because some are pop or just I don't know rock, metal depends. <laughs> yeah, that's that's normally what my playlists are. It's so eclectic, but. Again, that's just, I think that for me personally, it's an extension of me. So it doesn't, 
and I don't want to say that like I'm criticizing someone who doesn't share a playlist because I think people mm -hmm. do what they're comfortable with. I know writers who have said to me, oh, I'm not sharing this because this this is mine. So it's like it's it's not a criticism for people who don't. You do what you're comfortable with. But it but it's that thing of for me, if you went on a car journey with me, like your head would be spinning because of the different types of music I listen to. And that does bleed into my playlists as well. So but yeah, I, I do understand that. So is there a certain book of yours that has a special place in your heart? Okay. Um, all my books that have a piece of me into, into them. Yeah. I mean, it, it could be a travel, a place, uh, I don't know, um, something that hurts me or just a feeling. It depends. Uh, each book of mine has something of mine in there. I'm not going to share what. It's up yeah. for the readers. And some of them just click to it. And it this is yours. And yes, that's, uh, that's, that's how my process works, I guess. I don't know. As for a book of mine that I... I feel close to me. It's one that I am published here. And uh, it's based on, um, on a kind of real story because my brother was in the army and uh, I've written it for him. <laughs> okay. But now I, it's sitting there and I don't know if to go ahead with that series because the second book should be just focused on his story, his real story. But, uh, each time I try to, <laughs> to write it, I get emotional and just close all the tabs and it's okay. Maybe later. <laughs> yeah. Another time. That one's a little bit too close to home. Mm. Unfortunately. No, that's fair. <laughs> well, that's absolutely fair. So how long have you been writing yourself then? I've started in 2020. Oh, okay. Yeah. And released my book in June 2020. My first one, my debut novel. And now <laughs> it feels like a lifetime ago, even though it's like three years ago. So <laughs> yeah. I don't know why, but I had it in my head. You've been writing longer than that. No. <laughs> but I think, I no. think it's one of those things, isn't it? Especially in the book world. The book world is so big. You're never going to know everybody. Mm -hmm. But I think your name is a name I've been seeing floating around for a long time. So obviously it's the sort of the association of seeing a name. So I just completely assumed you'd been around longer than that. That's my wrong assumption, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> no. um, uh, and <coughs> what advice, if any, would you have given yourself now when you started writing? <laughs> Oh Lord, the list uh, will be so long. <laughs> <laughs> um, just write. 
no matter how good or how bad it sounds, the first draft, I should keep writing, not anything during the process. Just write everything that comes to my mind or the author's mind, of course. Um, but do not edit during the... <laughs> Uh, while you're penning the first draft of your manuscript, because it's you get distracted, and yeah. uh, the original story you have uh, in your mind just comes to to fade away uh, during the editing process, and you get stuck, <laughs> yeah. and it's the worst thing ever. Yeah, definitely, I agree. Uh- I agree with that completely because I think it's easy when you're writing to have the temptation to go back and sort of and and start editing it I suppose even though you're not doing it intentionally and it's so easy to lose track of the story. I think when you're writing the scenes that I suppose you're passionate about for whatever reason it's easy to write those they flow out of you. But when when you're doing the bits in between, the, the sort of the more filler stages, I suppose, to your mm-hmm. own personal story. It's so easy to get distracted in those moments. And I think it, it's yeah. key to remind yourself you're doing this to cover this bit that you want to get to. So, yeah, I agree. Just write. Don't stress about editing. That That's what the second process is for. Sure. It's like I've always said you can it's easy to edit words that are written if they're not there then you can't do anything with them that's that's what i've always said which i'm the worst for because i'm the worst procrastinator in the world so (laughs) right and what do you do for fun and like how do you relax Mm, i have to think about it (laughs) like (laughs) i i don't do anything special to relax like Okay, I spend time with my uh, my son, my husband. Usually, we take the weekends uh, the weekends off uh, and um, go to the lake or on the beach. Uh, depends. <laughs> yeah. But mostly, I'm with my nose stuck in a book or yeah. on my Kindle. <laughs> no, that's fair. I mean, again, it's that thing of reading is relaxing and being in the craft you're in it's the best thing you can do (laughs) so have you got any sort of favorite tv programs or something that you might watch to get you in the mood for writing yes depending on the genre i mean if i have to write something dark or i don't know like uh (laughs) crime series tv it's something i liked (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <I've been watching. laughs> but other than that no i don't like uh to watch uh, love uh, fluffy or too romantic uh movies i don't know it's <laughs> i'm more like uh thrillers or horrors or even crime something with murder (laughs) yeah yeah I'm I'm exactly the same um my friend was absolutely disgusted because I've still not seen the notebook (laughs) because it's just not my thing I don't do those types of movies so it's like 
Why am I going to watch something just because I should? No, thank you. <laughs> so, let's talk cover talk. Your covers. Do you, What's your process for your covers? Do you have something in mind? Do you have muses in place whilst you're writing so you try to get your covers to match? Or is it just very much... I like what I see, end of, you know, that that's fine. <laughs> Usually I have my cover designer that uh, handles all of them. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, for my last book, I had to nudge the publisher with what I wanted for the cover because it seemed like we weren't on the same page. Like they, right. they tried to... I don't know. To, they showed me some covers that were too sweet for it. And I was, no, 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 thank you. Mm. <laughs> Give me someone else. <laughs> Fair. But no, I do have some, um, some muses or just like uh, a mood board that I like to just watch, stream and just type the story that comes for inspiration. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. So social media, what do you think are the pros and cons of social media? They are time consuming and you can get distracted so easily. Mm. I I try I'm the one who even though I have a PA I run all my social and all my groups and <laughs> it's really time consuming. And, yeah. but it's amazing when you can talk uh, directly to your readers or people just came across your books and say, Hey, I read that book. I loved it. Or maybe oh, it wasn't that great that part. And I'm always there to take notes. And when time comes and uh, I revamp my books. I keep the notes closed and try to fix the little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. So you saying obviously about the negative side then, shall we say, sort of makes me think, <laughs> what's your opinion on Goodreads? Oh, <laughs> I try to avoid it. <laughs> yeah. But at least twice a month, I go to read all my reviews and uh, a review, of, of course, review the books I read. It's fun to see how others can rate on, uh, on Goodreads or, of course, also over the social media. Mm. Yeah, I mean... But I, I don't use it. <laughs> Well, that's what, as I say, I personally, I've never had a personal issue with Goodreads. I mean, I had a silly one-star review, but to be honest, it made me laugh because I thought as a reader, if that's a review I read, it would push me more to read the book rather than walk away. But okay. But it it's just one of those things I've seen from the other side then where it can be quite toxic and quite personal rather than reviewing a book you know it can be quite attacking at times and and 
I don't know. It's just it's just not my favourite place to go, if I'm completely honest, because I think a review should be based on a book you've read. It's not there to attack someone or to be nasty. I agree. Unfortunately, some readers are so focused on... Um, even on the edits or the format issues or yeah. punctuation. And I admit I'm so bad at punctuation. Like it's, it drives me insane. <laughs> it's all over the places. And my editor always say, okay, Adina, shall we start from punctuation first? <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's, it. It is just a funny thing, isn't it? Because it's like there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with not liking something. And no. even if you feel strong enough to go online and say you don't like it, that that's fine. It's it's the attacks I don't like, and it's you know, you you don't need to get personal, and you don't need to be nasty. Just. If you want to give it a one-star review, give it a one-star review, but you don't need to be nasty behind it. I think, yeah. And personally, again, I think that's sometimes the, the one of the cons with social media. People think they can say or do what they want and it has no impact on others. And Unfortunately, I'm, it's not the reality because behind each book yeah, there's a person. Yeah. And hearts. Because we yeah. know how much time we spend over a simple manuscript. Even if it's a short story, it's hours and hours and days and nights that we work on it. Yeah, definitely. Um, changing direction slightly and hopefully making it a bit lighter. <laughs> <laughs> Have you attended any signings as a reader um, and also on the flip side as an author? As a reader, yes, but just here in Italy and um, as a writer, not yet. I should have been in Sheffield this yeah. year in on June and unfortunately I can make it and it's... oh. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah, gets I emotional saw. because I was so ready for that signing. It should have been my first one. And was oh. yeah, I, I be on November? I saw the announcement in the group and I was like, oh no. Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, life gets. That, that's exactly what I was going to say. Unfortunately, sometimes that's just the way life is. And you can't control certain things. So what's your thoughts on signing then? Obviously, I suppose this is speaking more from the reader point of view, but what are your thoughts on signings? I love it. I love them. I went this year I went uh, on uh, salsa, we call him, we call it salsa, is the, the major uh, book signing in, in Turin. And it was on 28th of May. Okay. I get lost in there. Like, mm. when they gave me a map, I was 
it's a signing. It's not like a, a city where I can get I get lost in there. Like I just spin around some uh, authors. I bought lots of books. I made some amazing authors, and um, I guess. I've seen just 5% or 10% of the entire (laughs) place. It was huge. And of course, it was amazing. But for one day, you can make it. Mm. In fact, I've seen some um, book talker on there. And they were like, you're staying here for one day. Are you insane? You you can make it to see everything or to go to the tables or every offer. And they were right. I missed mm. some of them. But that's life. Next time I get more organized. <laughs> I was yeah. there, there like for, I guess it was for three days that, uh, uh, that signing. So next time I'll be sure to stay there the, <laughs> the entire time. See, that's that's what I was just thinking when you're saying one day. I'm thinking you can't do like big signings in one day, but no, if it's over three days, that makes more sense. But you know, you like you said, you live and learn. You know, next time you're gonna have to take all three days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I went there alone, and I left uh, my husband and my son at home, and like, uh, no. Without my little one, I feel lost. <laughs> right, okay. So next time I bring the whole family up there, you stay there. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure I, I don't get stressed because I have to think, oh my God, what he's doing? Is he, is he okay? Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. So who... Would your dream? Who would be your dream to co-write a book with? If you could, or if you wanted to, obviously. <laughs> okay, uh, uh, I'm a fast writer. Like I can write fifty k in two weeks. Okay. And uh, the <laughs> co-writing with someone should be like finding a balance. And I'm not sure I'm actually fit for it. I've tried once. It was great. But during the editing process, the, um, the editor points out that we had different voices in the, in the book. And... It's not how it should work. Mm. And that was like uh, three weeks before the release. And I think I was so close to having a breakdown because reworking 50K in like a week and try to, to turn the... <laughs> like the passive voice into the active one and rework the whole plot. It was insane. Mm. I love the process of writing though. And it's amazing to 
uh, to write and uh, also laugh over some typos with your co-write, uh, your author who, who, who you co-write with. But uh, actually, I'm not sure I can find someone to... Um, <laughs> to be as quick as me, as me to, to type or to write. Yeah, who fit, fits in with you, basically, and your speed. That, I think that makes perfect sense. Mm, I mean, it's okay. I can uh, split the writing sprint in two or three times a week. But if I want to, if if we decide to release, like have a fast release, and the, on the other side, of course, uh, the author has a day job. I'm a full time author, so I have plenty of time to write during the day and even during the night. But if they have a, a day job, it's it's stressful even for them. So yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I would I think, love to, but I'm not sure if I'm ready to commit or if the other author on the other side is ready to commit uh, on this adventure. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it's always fascinated me. Um, I part co-wrote a book. We just never got around to finishing it, but that was with a cl very close friend, someone who, you know, we, we knew each other and th there was nothing wrong with that process. It was a great process because we literally lived around the corner from one another. It was an easy process. We were very insulting to one another, but that was just part of the silliness of it. You know, there was no mm -hmm. seriousness in any insults thrown around. And it's one of those things that I've often sat back and thought it, it amazes me how two people who have never met, arguably have met through the book world, can just come together and write something. Because I think I sit there and think, but what if you disagree? Are you comfortable enough to say to someone, I don't like what you've written there? Because I think that's a very personal thing to have to say to someone. <laughs> So it's it's always fascinated me the the process of it, I suppose. Mm. Yeah, I do completely understand where you're coming from. And I think that's more than fair to sort of make sure you're comfortable <laughs> with someone then, I suppose. Mm, yeah. But um, well, that's that's it for my questions. If there's anything you'd like to say, now's the time to get it out. <laughs> <laughs> if not, um, where could people find you? Like, what's your socials? Where can you be found? I can be found everywhere. I am on TikTok as Adindi Gray and uh, on Instagram and uh, Twitter, like, I guess it's Gray Adina because they didn't like to deep that. Right. <laughs> so... <laughs> Just Gradina, and uh, of course, I'm on Facebook. Uh, Adina de Gray. I'm always online, or kind of always. I do <laughs> sleep sometimes. 
Well, yeah, yeah. Just a little bit. Suppose you're better about. Um, and mm. when the and anyone listening to the podcast now, there will be links to your books attached to the podcast too. So, um, so if you if you find this via social media, click on that link. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much for joining me. This is this has been brilliant. Um, my socials. The same again, Facebook, Insta, TikTok is all away from the pages. Or if you're on Twitter, is at AFTP Podcast 13. Right. So thank you for listening to Away from the Pages with myself, Sharon Korea, and Adina D. Gray. Join us next time here on SJP World Media. Mm-hmm.